BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to the What We Said podcast. I think the speakers were just blown. Give me a second. No, we're good. We're good. Hey, guys. Um, I'm just so filled with excitement because we have the one, the only Tyson French here with us. What's up, you guys? Tyson, do you get a lot of messages from people asking you to be come back? Because I have we no do. real fans. They're all your guys's. <laughs> Every no Q&A I get, fans. what are you going on what we said? I'm like, ask me how I am, please. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I want. Just ask me about my day. <laughs> When are you going on what we said? You're not an individual anymore. No, no, no. I am the third part of what we said <laughs> yeah. podcast. Yeah. They well, love you. Welcome back. Um, we back. have so much to discuss. Well, what have you been up to? How has your how are you feeling this holiday season? What's your vibe? I'm a ho ho ho. <laughs> What's your vibe? <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm actually kind of a bah humbug this holiday season. Like I'm not putting up a tree or anything. I didn't celebrate Thanksgiving because I'm not thankful for anything. Awesome. Um, no, I don't know. I just have been doing my own thing, you know? I just, like, for Thanksgiving, I just went to a restaurant with one friend. Christmas, I'll go to Arizona and spend it with some friends. And that's about it. I don't know. Nothing else is new. Just been working out. Get my grind on. I, kind I can't of, walk. Yeah. He came. I saw him from afar. And I'm like, <laughs> and Leif's like, is he okay? Like, is, He's what, like, is, he, is sore? he sore or something? And I'm like, I don't know. The answer is yes. Yeah. He couldn't even walk because the calf raises. So don't do calf raises, Ash ladies. Has been... <laughs> Killing you over there. Putting in the work. Trying to get that summer bod as I just had three In-N-Out burgers. (laughs) Love that. It's all about balance. I feel kind of similar where I don't feel super Christmassy. Like, I don't know. We went to go get a tree. And I'm sure as this is playing right now, I've decorated it. But at the point that I'm at right now, it's still just like a bare tree. Because I'm like, this is a whole commitment. And I was just talking to my friend Danny too. And she was like, I haven't gotten a tree. I don't even know when I'm going to decorate. And I'm like, I feel the same way. It almost is becoming a chore, not a fun thing at this right. point. I also feel like this year is like weirdly hot. Like it's like 80 degrees up until mm-hmm. like the last two days. And so I'm like, I'm still going to the beach. I'm in a summer mindset still. Like it's hard for me to get into the Christmas spirit. Yeah, definitely. If it's not like cold where you live, I do think it's harder Yeah. to transition into winter and the holidays and stuff. But I feel that. Chelsea, on the other hand, I feel like you're yeah. like the most say, I can't really. I'm literally elf. So. <laughs> I've been going full. I literally have all my Christmas shopping done. I almost wrapped all of my presents. My Christmas tree is decorated. I'm ready. It'll also be, it's also more fun for you because it'll be like your exactly, kid's first yeah. Christmas. That's literally like, the that's only reason. so fun. I'm also trying to prep beforehand because he's supposed to come like, you know, could be coming today while you're listening <laughs> to this. Um, so I'm trying to get it done before. Right, so right. I've been like prepped 
extra prepped. Extra prepped, yeah. That's probably a very good feeling. Like, I'm jealous. Yeah, it's Because I don't even know what I'm getting anyone for Christmas, and it's... Yeah, I don't get anyone anything. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, but also, like, I mean... <laughs> He's like, don't be expecting anything out of the Like, Chelsea, you're spending it here, mm-hmm. but you're going to Arizona. Yeah, JC? No, I don't think oh, so. Not? I don't oh, okay. know what I'm doing. I was going to say, like, me, I'm like, since I'm going to Arizona, I'm like, why would I decorate? Yeah. I'm yeah. going to be up for, like, no, two weeks, we and then honestly, I'm going to get back from my trip. I'm going to have to take it all down. Like, yeah. that just doesn't sound fun. Especially Christmas trees, like, real Christmas trees. I love the sentiment of a real Christmas tree. I hate the act of taking care of the Christmas yeah. tree, the getting the Christmas tree in the house, getting the Christmas tree out of the house, the pine needles. Also, deforestation. That's a problem. That's yeah. a problem, ladies. We got, we got to care about the environment. Yeah, okay? unfortunately, I did go to the You got to go to sustainable lot. <laughs> unfortunately, I cut the Christmas tree down myself in the forest. <laughs> and I did get canceled for it. Incredible. You did? Well, people, some people messaged me and were, well, it's like been a tradition in my family that um, we have like permits to do it. Yeah. In Arizona, there's a little area. But I will say um, we cut down a few trees for um, like the cabins to right. be decorated for Christmas. And then my parents like always have a real tree that they cut down. But we all the trees that we cut were going to be cut anyway. They had like right, marks on right. them. So I'm like, I feel like there's we didn't do anything yeah, wrong. No, for sure. But then people were like, this is so sad. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize this is like Like bad. what do you use? I'm not going to use the B word, but it's like, it, what, it's like okay. what, what's you the other can. option? You're because allowed. then it's like. Please do, because we can't. So. I'm like, you bitch. <laughs> no, because it's like, it's like I don't know. There, there's actually probably studies out there, but I'm like, what's better? Like a, a fake tree that you keep forever or getting That's a real plastic. tree every year? Yeah. Like what's better? I don't mm-hmm. know. I know. I think I actually read somewhere that getting a fake tree is better for the environment. Uh, yeah. If you I'm, keep it I'm for I'm sure because it's like reusable. Yeah. The sad thing is, is um, like for my family, one of the only like traditions we have is like going and picking out a yeah. Christmas tree. Like. When my parents were like, hey, everyone, I think we're going to get a fake Christmas tree. We're like, you might as well, like, cancel Christmas, (laughs) like, freaking Scrooges. Right. Because we'll play, like, tag in the Christmas tree, like, parking, or in the Christmas tree lot or farm or whatever, wherever we go to get it. So I'm always like... That's like the most special yeah. part of Christmas. It's also to me. like it's like when Peta is trying to be like, sorry, Peta, I'm y- y'all can cancel me. It's like when they're like, stop eating turkeys for Thanksgiving. Like this yeah. amount of thousands of turkeys die every year. I'm like, that's Thanksgiving. Like that is <laughs> yeah. the foundation of America. Sorry, you ain't changing that. Like <laughs> yeah. Americans are they're tough not, cookies. They're not they ain't stop. giving up the turkey. <laughs> yeah. See, I didn't eat a turkey, so I can have a Christmas tree. It cancels out. Heard it cancels out. 100%. I didn't have a turkey, and I won't have a Christmas tree. <laughs> I'm so green. You're a sustainable queen <laughs> this year. <laughs> I'm so green. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think, yeah. What's the thing that they say? Like, don't, okay. I don't know what it is, but it's something like. Don't hold other people to a standard. You're not even holding yourself. Well, that as well. (laughs) She's like, actually, no, that's not it. (laughs) That's not it. Like the thing that basically you, like we all, okay. Cut everything out. <laughs> it's, I can't. We this. all are. Like, it's about balance. Is that what you're kind of trying that's to get the, at? That's what I'm trying to get at. Like, basically, that exact concept where it's like, I might not be good at in this area, but I'm really good in this right. area where it's like, I never drink like milk or consume that much dairy. And so right. that's better for this. But it's like, oh, but I did cut down my Christmas tree. Right. So, right. Right. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's all about balance. It's all about mm-hmm. doing your best. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah. Well, we need to talk about something, Tyson. Okay? Oh, no. Because I got so many messages. An amount of messages that I was like, we have to talk about this on the podcast. But this oh, was like no. weeks ago. So I've waited until now to talk about it. When I posted, it's not that big of a deal. But it's just so shocking and funny to me. And I think it will, okay, remember the conversation we had 
in the airport. Oh, no. I knew this was coming. It goes kind of along (laughs) with that, but it's so much weirder. Okay. So when I posted that we went to New York together and Uh. I like vlogged and stuff and like right after that trip, I did a QA. and a and I got so many messages that were like, I'm just so confused. Like why you like were in the same hotel room as Tyson? <laughs> like, aren't you, aren't you married? Like, I'm so confused. How, do, how does Leif feel about your relationship with Tyson? Like, it seems like that would make him really uncomfortable. All this stuff. And I'm like, am I missing something? I was shocked. And I got enough to where I was like, it wasn't like one person right, just being, right. you know, silly. It was like tons of people being like, I'm so confused why you slept in the same room and like, and I'm just like, what's going on? I'm just like, one, I like the P, not the B. (laughs) So there ain't no issue there. Two, I've been around a lot longer than Nilla. So if Nilla didn't like it, he wouldn't have made it this far. Let's just say that. But I'm I'm just like, so yeah, so JC and I had this conversation in the airport about... And this is different, but... Yeah, a little different. He's like, I would never go for (laughs) JC. Never. She's so not my type. Redheads, ew. Um, No, but like, I personally think... And so I'm glad you brought this up because I've been thinking about it because I've been watching... What's that dancing show? Dancing with the Stars. Uh Uh-huh. And like afterwards, like you can tell, like they just become like such good friends with their like partners. Yeah. And like I was at um, the nice guy the other day and they were all out to dinner. Mm -hmm. Like all the dancing instructors and like their partners obviously, like, without their spouses or whatever, but, like, they're all married. And so it's, like, in that situation, like, you become, like, so close and, like, like best friends. Like, you're working together for weeks or whatever. And so, like, it would be weird if you wouldn't be able to go to lunch just you two after that without bringing your spouse. Yeah, yeah. So, because okay. JC and I were talking about, I think guys and girls can be platonic pl- platonic best friends and should be able to, like, go to lunches and, like, dinner or whatever. Like, if you do want to go on a trip or whatever, like, obviously not sharing a room. But, like, you should be able to do that without, like, always needing to bring your spouse. And JC disagreed with me. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think, Chelsea? Well, I'm not going to insert myself into the middle of this. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Just I kidding. think she's backing up JC. No, I was going to say, I think um, the hotel th- – this is what I – hold on. Can I, can I interrupt? Oh, yeah. Because this <laughs> is what I – this is my side of it. I said – it's not that I don't think it should be able to, to be loud. I'm not saying like that's wrong. It's that I don't think it's possible to she be. She thinks regardless, like someone is going to catch feelings. Catch feelings, which I think 100% no. If you're both in happy relationships, I, I think it's like 99% of the time I'm right and 1%. So, like, so like in the situation with Dancing with the Stars, you mm-hmm. go. So, say like you become famous. Whatever you, like, okay. Chelsea laughs. I already like, thought I was. Someday you become successful. Finally, no, 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 no. Like you, you could ask me on Dancing with the Stars. Okay. You, your partner is a boy, obviously, who is also married, mm-hmm. and you guys work together for like six weeks, and like every day, countlessly, you're dancing, whatever, blah, blah. After like you won, like that week or whatever, you go out to dinner, celebrate. Your but husband doesn't come. I feel like, yeah, and then like here's after the that experience, it's like you would just that was like such a chapter of your life and like such a cool thing, like. And, like, say you move and then you come back in town and it's like you can't, like, go to lunch with him? It's not so that I think you can't. here's the thing that I think is the difference is, this is my opinion, you can't be best, best friends and you're both straight and, like, you're both able to have that attraction for each other and be best, best friends and talking and, like, texting all the time and, like, what if you had what if you had that friendship before you got Well, I'm married? saying, I'm saying if, say, for example, you, you knew someone, like, you had a guy best friend. Are you talking to Tyson or about, like, us? Just anybody. Okay. Like, 
say me, for example, I had a guy best friend before I got married and I catch up with him and it's like, oh, I'm going to go to lunch with him every once in a while. Like, I don't right, think that's right, as right, right, right. weird, but I'm saying like, you can't, I don't think you can be best friends where you're both, the the possibility of being attracted to each other and like, you know, in a relationship and be best, best friends. Well, so it's interesting though, because I'm gay. So I'm attracted to guys. I date guys. But all my, like, I have, like, guy best friends that, like, mm-hmm. I go on, like, one-on-one trips with. So it's, like, it's hard because it's, like, what makes That's that different? different? Like, I went I went to a music festival just barely with my friend's boyfriend. And, like, we shared a bed. Like, we slept in the same hotel room. Like, and, like, yeah. there's nothing there. Like, and I don't think, like. He doesn't have a crush on no. you? No. <laughs> Uh-oh, no, messy. it's like I, it's like that's not like anything, and like yeah. it wasn't weird. And like I'm also best friends with his boyfriend, and I've been on trips with his boyfriend, and we yeah. like slept in the same hotel. So no, I'm just like, it's. I think it, oh, I I only know like the heterosexual one right. where it's like the guy is straight, the girl is straight, and they're both in like relationships. And for them to be best best friends to me, I'm like that just doesn't seem possible, unless one of them like they can be best friends and never do anything, but the possibility that one of them doesn't catch feelings for the other one is very But I was just thinking, I don't know if it's like, yeah, if it's like I had a best friend who was lesbian and was, had the ability to be attracted to me, but I don't have the ability to be attracted to her. Right. I don't know how different it is. Interesting. There's just many different, there's many different scenarios in which like for the dancing with the stars thing, it's like, if you were partners and you're already spending time alone and then it's like, you know, weeks after you go catch up. Right, right. Because I know like the Friends, did you watch the Friends reunion? Uh-uh. Well, basically a lot of them are either, well, some of them are single, but I think some of them are married. And they say like when they see each other, they like like out and about, they like just them two go off and like talk. And right, it's like, that right. makes sense. Right. Because you were in a huge chapter of yeah, your life but, like, with that person. Yeah, but like texting every single, I feel like if you're starting to become closer with somebody else who, again, the possibility of you guys being in a relationship. Right than your actual partner itself, that's... Right. And like, here's know. here's where you lost me in our <laughs> oh, no. no, this is where, what Tyson was telling me at the airport. He said that if he was straight and I just went <laughs> on this New, New York trip, if we were friends, but uh-huh. he was completely straight, but I was also straight. I didn't say sleep in the same hotel room. Yes, you did. No, right? I did not. No, I didn't. <laughs> yes, you did. No, you said You said if everything was the same as it was on this trip, you're like, that would have been a problem. Like, that wouldn't be possible. And I'm yeah. like, Absolutely yeah. not. No, I'm like, I me? didn't say that. Yes, you did. <laughs> you brat. He said, he said that brat. we could have slept in the same hotel room, both no. of us straight, no, me married. No, I didn't say that. I did not say the same room. <laughs> okay. Keep that same energy. Because <laughs> well, I was going to say, that's where it's like, no. No, that I get for sure. But like, that's just like, I don't know. This is my thing. Like, to sum it up, it's like, I get I get where you guys are coming from for sure. Cause like, that's the norm. Like, obviously I think like the majority of people agree with you. Maybe more people have just had crushes on you. You just don't know. That's what I think. No, I just think like my ideology is like just stemming out of like, I want everyone to be friends and like everyone should be able to love each other. And we're all humans. And like, if you like then become married and you're like, oh, I can't have best friends that are boys. It's like, you're just cutting yourself off to literally 50% of the population that Mm -hmm. like you can be best friends with. And that's like such a bummer because like, not being friends with them is just like stemming from like fear and jealousy rather than like everyone could be best friends. Like that's coming from like a loving place. Mm-hmm. So I get what I'm you just mean like, I get what you mean. Like yeah. in a perfect world, I wish that's how it could be. I get that like that's probably not realistic. Yeah. But I agree with you. I think friends possibility, best best friends, maybe not. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, okay. that's I, where I think is is like if you're texting and talking to someone or like meeting up with them alone all the time. Right, right. And again, you have that, the, the possibility yeah. is there. Then it's like psychologically, 
And you're right. in a committed relationship. Well, and this, this is the last thing I'll say. I was saying like, I agree with him in that sense where it's like, oh, that's sad that you can't like be, you know, best friends with other guys. Like for me, I remember, you know, all my guy friends in high school, like being like, oh, that's sad. Like when I get married, I can literally never like talk to them again, basically, or like hang out with them as much really. But the thing that changes is once you're in a relationship or you're married, it's like, you don't feel the need for that anymore. It's like, to me, I'm not like seeking. I'm not like, I wish I could have a guy best friend because I'm like, I already have one. Actually, I have right, two. Right. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I get it for sure. You know, but also. It's I, case I, by I case. Think, and yeah. he was saying, he was saying, so you wouldn't like hang out. Like, <laughs> like just me and Nick wouldn't go to lunch. And I'm like. No. Yeah. But it's it wouldn't be like, oh, that's well, so weird. But I it's was like, gonna I say, just, it's like, we wouldn't plan to do if that. If every once in a while it's like, oh, me and Leif went and played pickleball one day. It's like, that wouldn't be weird. But if we started going and like going to lunch afterwards and everything, right. that would be weird. Right, right, right. No, I get it. I yeah. get it. Yeah. Interesting. I like having these kinds of conversations. Yeah. I Yeah, I just think you, a lot of people have had crushes on you. <laughs> oh, like, you no. don't think 100%. I don't think so. Because <laughs> girls will be like, no, me and this guy, like, we've been talking forever and like, Trust me, there's We're nothing just there. Trust me, there's nothing there. We're like, on your side. Oh, no. I think he could possibly have a big crush on you. Oh, I don't think so, but we'll if see. you're out there, reach out. Texas <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, please back me up with some evidence. So Leif and I went on a little winter brunch date today to a very good restaurant, actually. And my entire outfit was from Princess Polly, literally head to toe. Actually, as it stands, I'm still wearing most of it. Um... That sounds so weird. Like I just am not wearing clothes when we're podcasting. I took off the jacket, okay? So Princess Polly has so much cute stuff. They have a huge range of winter outfits, party looks, holiday styles, plus with free shipping over $50 and super fast delivery from their LA warehouse, you can relax knowing your outfit will arrive before the weekend. So they have really cute jackets, puffer jackets. I today am wearing this like two-piece white sweat set kind of thing, but it's like a tank top. And then I was wearing a little plaid jacket over it and these little black fluffy slippers that you can wear outside. So also, if you are worried about your clothes not fitting, sometimes it's hard when you're online shopping to like verify that it's going to fit you. But they have an amazing feature called Fit Finder, which you can locate on the product pages of their website. And all you do is answer a few questions and then it will generate the size that's most likely going to fit your body, which I think is really amazing. Also, returns are super easy. So if you do get something that doesn't fit right, you can send it right back. They also have a sustainable range called Earth Club, which is made from lower impact materials that are better for the environment. So if you're looking to shop more sustainably, their Earth Club range is a perfect place to go. I've been shopping at Princess Polly for years now. I feel like every time we have a What We Said shoot, that's the first place I go mm -hmm. to find cute pink, blue, trendy pieces. And I'm never disappointed, to be quite honest. So you can head over to princesspolly.com and you can use our code what we said to get 20% off. So visit princesspolly.com for the latest fashion trends. You can use our exclusive code what we said at checkout for 20% off your order. And this offer is only available for a limited time. So hurry, go check it out. Get yourself a cute little outfit for the holidays. We're going to take a quick little break to talk about one of our favorite sponsors, Ritual. You guys know them as the multivitamin company that we love, we know, we trust. And now they have protein powders. Sometimes when you're looking for the right protein powder, it can be a little bit intimidating. So Ritual has a protein powder that is, first of all, delicious. And we all need a little bit more protein in our diet, especially at different stages of our lives. I actually have been using the pregnancy and postpartum protein powder. Tastes delicious. I add some like fruits, some grains, and some almond milk to it, and it tastes fantastic. 
So they have three premium formulations for distinct life stages and unique nutrient needs, all made with the same high standards approach and commitment to traceability that Ritual is known for. Like I said, they're made traceable, so you deserve to know what you're putting in your body and why. With Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain, you'll always know what's in your formula, where the ingredients come from, and why they're included. So it supports your daily health. It's made with nutrients to support bones, brains, and muscles and help maintain muscle mass as you age. You know, I've been hitting the um, garage gym lately <laughs> and, and then drinking protein shakes, and I love it. So it's a thoughtful, purpose-built formulation, clean, plant-based formulas specifically created to support nutrient needs of different life stages, like Chelsea said. So they have like 18 plus, uh, pregnancy and postpartum, and 50 plus. There's 20 grams of pea protein plus a complete amino acid profile. It is a delicious handcrafted vanilla flavor made from a direct from farmer vanilla bean extract sustainably harvested in Madagascar, which we love to see. And in terms of standards, their peas are sustainably grown and regeneratively farmed right here in the U.S. There is no added sugar or sugar alcohols. It's soy-free, gluten-free, and formulated with non-GMO ingredients. So why not shake up your ritual to make trying something new less scary? Ritual offers a money-back guarantee if you are not 100% in love. Plus, our listeners get 10% off during your first three months. Just visit ritual.com slash what we said to add essential protein today. That's ritual.com slash what we said. Today, we didn't even say what like the concept of today's episode. That was the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Bye, everyone. We're going to react to some like date stories, okay? So first, this is worst first dates. Ooh, okay, okay. And we're just going (laughs) to get into all the tea. I'll start off. Should we let Tyson read one? No. (laughs) He he can just react. I'm not very good at reading, so. (laughs) He's like, I can't read. Okay. I absolutely love the pod and following you guys on your socials and just appreciate the fun, genuine, wholesome content you share. My absolute faves. So let's get into it. I dated this guy for a few weeks in college, and me and my friends still joke about it years later. The first kicker is that I woke up the morning of our first real date with laryngitis. Cool. But we hung out together casually in groups a few times before the date, so I decided not to cancel, despite not really being able to speak. Well, let me tell you, it would not have mattered to this guy if I were 100% mute. (laughs) We went to a taco place, and for two hours, he talked nonstop about his undergrad D3 baseball team at a college I'd never even heard of. Oh, no. I'm talking went through play-by-plays of his best games, showed me trophy pictures, and pretty much went through his team's roster, telling me details about all of his teammates. I tried to act interested at first and ask some questions, but after 45 minutes, I could not keep up. The no, kid, that's when you're like trying so hard to like hold out a yawn. You're just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> the kid could only talk baseball. Not one question directed to me the entire two-hour date. Oh. I finally grabbed my purse and was like, it's getting late. I got to go. I did decide to give him another chance. Girl. <laughs> Chalking it up to first date nerves, but date number two went exactly the same way with oh, a smiling no. heart face. He even paused the movie we were watching to show me his highlight tape. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> also, let me add that he was a few years older than me and in grad school. So anytime I would slide in details about my life, not that he asked, <laughs> he would take that as an opportunity to make fun of me for being so young, having, cool. having an easy major and tell me my desired career path wasn't going to make me much money, etc. Such a charmer. I ended up kind of ghosting him and he eventually asked if he did something wrong. It's the oblivion for me. LOL. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed. Love you. Bye. The fact that he was telling her her career path wasn't going to make a lot of money. Meanwhile, he's obsessed with baseball and it's like, I don't see you in the fucking, what do they yeah. call it? NBA? <laughs> NFL? and. MLB, 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 MLB. You ain't in that. Yeah. Sorry, sir. 
I no. know. It's Shut the up. double standards. Wait, Tyson, what is the worst date you've ever been on? Can you think of it? Oh my gosh. Well, so kind of maybe similar to that. I went on a do you remember this, JC at all? <laughs> I'm not gonna say so. Okay, so we funny named story. Jeff on this <laughs> well, my, I don't know if he's listening. <laughs> okay, so funny story. So I watched this like TV show. And oh yes, I do remember. And like the guy on it was like hot. And so I like followed him on Instagram or whatever. And he like immediately followed me back and messaged me. And I was like, ooh, okay. And it was like right when I moved to LA, he was like an older daddy. I was like, woof. And (laughs) so so we go on a date. We go to Chateau Marmont, which is like a really like nice place in LA. You like can't really get in. And we're sitting talking. It's like going good, going good, going good. And then he proceeds to tell me, like he like asked me if I knew like a certain photographer, like the name. And I, like, didn't know who it was. And he just, like, starts grilling me, being like, how are you supposed to be successful as a photographer? You're never going to make it in this business if you don't know your predecessors. Like, if you don't know so-and-so and and -and so-and-so, then, like, you're not going to make it because, like, you have to, like, know, like, whose work to, like, emulate and all this whatever. And I was like, excuse me, sir. (laughs) I don't think that that's how it works. No. Like, that's like being, like... I've never heard of... You're like, I'm not an investment banker. Literally. Yeah. Well, and it's like, that's like telling a singer who's just like a naturally like gifted singer, like when they're 12 years old, like, oh, you don't know Madonna? <laughs> yeah. Like, sorry, you're never going to make it who in this industry. Like, you can't be a pop star because you don't know your predecessors. It's like, bitch, calm down. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't know this one photo- fashion photographer. Like, cool. And I'm like, also not even trying to do what he's doing. Like, Why do people was, think being condescending is like, no, okay to do then, on a date? Oh, talk about condescending. Then tells me to... So I start, like, kind of, like, getting heated. Like, I'm, like, talking back to him. <laughs> and I'm just, like, not, like, heated, but I'm just, like, dude, like, I'm a very passionate talker. Mm-hmm. Literally goes, can you lower your voice? No. I literally, when I tell you, I just shut up and lean back in my chair and was, like, oh, my God. Like, that is my hot box. Like, if you tell me to calm down or, like, lower my voice or, oh, my gosh. I was literally shook. Oh. Then I don't know why I proceeded to let him take me to the nice guy after that. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I'm going to meet up with some friends like for a drink or whatever. Like, come. And I was like, okay, whatever. How Go. much older was he than you? At the time, I was probably like 21. And okay. he was like... Yeah, he's like 38 oh. probably. Yeah. yeah. And and I'm talking hot, like like hot, hot, like looks yeah. like on the cover of GQ. And yeah. I was like not looking cute at 21. Like yeah. I was like thinking I was balling. Now I understand why he was single. <laughs> literally, we go to the nice guy and literally we sit at the table and then he just keeps telling everyone that I'm Mormon. <laughs> literally, like the whole time. Like literally, literally, they'd be like, like he'd be like, oh, like this is my friend Ty, he's Mormon. No. And, ev- and everyone at the table is like, what? <laughs> like, and I would literally be like, I'm literally not Mormon. Like I like was raised Mormon. I grew up in Utah. Wait, and they're like, the nice oh my guy? gosh, like let's talk about it. And then he'd introduce me to someone else. And then he'd literally be like, yeah, he's Mormon. And they just all kept calling me the Mormon. And I was like, oh my gosh, I got to go. And then like next day I knew, I don't know even know where he was. He texts me. He's like, where are you? I'm like, where are you? He's like, oh, I'm inside. I found a new table. I'm like, I gotta go. Oh I have got gosh. to go. Wait, what is the nice guy? It's like a restaurant. Kind of like Nobu oh, okay. vibes. Yeah. I I was shook. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. I remember you telling me. He's what a Mormon. What a weird thing to do on a first date as well. Like it was so uncomfortable. And I was 21. Like that was also like I was like trying to put myself out there. I had like never really been on a date ever, really, before yeah. that. Like a real date with like a like actual like guy. Yeah, like, like, like kind of with, like, intimidating too. Oh, it was so intimidating to go to like Chateau Marmont, the nice guy. Like that was the first time I'd been at all those places. Yeah. And like he drove like a G-Wagon and like was wearing like all Louis Vuitton and like all this whatever. And I was just like, oh my god. Ew, gosh. he's giving me bad vibes. No, yeah. it was it was very bad. Yeah. Rough. 
Oh, ew. Thank you for sharing your story. <laughs> that was it. You are very that brave. That was the last date that I went on. <laughs> you are braver than the Marines. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, here. Um, I don't know why it says this. This is hi besties. You're seriously the furthest thing from ugly, and I love you so much. Okay. <laughs> she knew I was on the podcast this week. It's like Tyson, I have to tell you this. <laughs> Even though everyone says it behind your back, yeah. let me just tell you, you're yes. the furthest thing from fugly. <laughs> Literally just the most random. I've never, we've never had like an intro. Oh my like God, have we ever um Do you guys said? call yourself ugly? I don't think so. Oh, sometimes I do, probably. But. <laughs> <laughs> you're seriously the furthest thing from ugly. I love you so much. Okay, buckle up. <laughs> okay, this story begins with a 17-year-old me really wanting to have her first kiss. I'd never flirted with a boy or accepted any advances they made because men. I thought talking to a boy was a waste of time unless I was going to absolutely marry them. It is. A really healthy and normal mindset at 17, for sure. Anyways, I decided to really let it go and added someone on Snapchat. We're definitely going to call him Kevin. Okay, we're definitely calling him Kevin, who had been trying to get my attention in class. This man seemed to be highly sought after in my pretty large high school. He's a man? Probably no, just no. this guy. So I felt... <laughs> I know. Just She's like, man, guy. he's a boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I felt like hot shiz every time we exchanged Snapchats. Mind you, I took 10 minutes to perfectly pose my hair and shoulder position in each picture, whereas he would send a blurry, straggled nose <laughs> oh, hair absolutely. in reply. After literal weeks of blank pictures, he finally invited me over to his basement. Um, uh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, to put hard eyes? Um, <laughs> She's like, finally, the basement. Yeah, I made it. What a treat. For any woman out there that has not yet realized, please do not go over to a male's basement at 10 p.m. on a school night. Well, I'm shocked you didn't know that to begin with. Yes. I thought that was just like etiquette. Yeah. Common knowledge. Yeah. Especially someone you like, you have to go to their top level first <laughs> for at least like two or three visits before you go down to the basement. His mom probably doesn't know you're there. <laughs> Literally. 100%. Sorry, I'm pausing. Have you seen the TikTok where it's like these two girls reenacting like POV, you go to a boy's house in high school? No. It's literally just you sitting on their bed, like just being like, he's like, he's like, hey, come on in. He's like, let's go down to the basement. And the girl's like, oh, should I say hi to your mom? He's like, eh, who cares? (laughs) And he brings her down. He's showing her highlight. He's like, this is my like lacrosse highlight. Oh my god! So funny. Anyways, okay, we settle on the couch. He puts Shrek into the DVD player. Honestly, yeah, honestly, (laughs) good taste. (laughs) I'd go to the basement too. (laughs) She's like, I made the right decision, and then crosses every boundary within ten minutes. I got my first kiss and a miserable experience. Oh no! For some reason, I played it off and decided to say yes to him taking me on a real date the next day. I go home that night, try to appreciate the fact that I got my first kiss, subconsciously start to hate most men, (laughs) literally, and then prep for our real date the next day. So please tell me he didn't like take advantage of her. And, yeah, because like, wait, so here's where I'm also confused because I'm like, you went over there wanting to kiss. Like you were trying to get your first yeah. kiss and then he kissed you. So I'm like, wait, so what was the boundary that was crossed? Yeah, maybe he, the way he was going about it or maybe he went just, too like, far went with straight her. In. Yeah. yeah, went straight in and didn't prep. Something uh-huh, seems uh-huh. not good yeah, vibes. something seems fishy. Especially if you're subconsciously starting to hate most men. Yeah, That's, he definitely did something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I got my first kiss, subconsciously started to hate most men, and then prep for our real date the next day. This is where it gets fun. Yeah, I'm sh- I'm sure. That's not the way that it's sounding. The next morning, he pulls into my driveway, and I get into his old car, re- so ready to struggle making conversation for the next hour. I ask Girly, him, why'd you go? <laughs> why, why are you pushing yourself through this? <laughs> and of course, it's a surprise. How fun. We drive for a bit, then he pulls into a gas station parking lot. Does Kevin need gas? No, Kevin did not need gas. Our date was at a local gas station. 
he had two free coupons for a frozen tree at that gas station. So that lasted about four minutes. We get back in his car, and then he asks if I want to go to the old junior high parking lot. Oh, not the parking lot. That's lots. a crime, sir. Great. Gas station ice cream and a kidnapping. <laughs> Unfortunately, reality proved to be much more promising. We pulled into a parking spot. Remember, I'm 17 and can't say no to this, apparently. And Kevin asked an unexpected question. Hey, is it okay if I embarrass myself? What I is he got, about to do? I, my stomach just literally dropped. In the, in the junior high parking lot? Yeah. I said, um, sure. What am I supposed to say? Well, this man puts a CD into his car and all of a sudden I'm transported into the Jungle Book. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? No, 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 not this. Jungle Kevin Book. loves those cartoons. He said Shrek Night 1, Jungle Book Night 2. When he's actually wholesome. Kevin has decided to show me his singing voice to no other <gasps> song than The Bare Necessities. This is The Bare Necessities. <laughs> well, wait, he's singing to it, to it, sure. or it, the so voice. So he plays from- lacrosse and he's a singer? <laughs> Honestly, marry him. Oh my gosh. Well, let's not forget he crossed boundaries with her the night before. Okay. Yeah. I'm witnessing a journey through prickly pears and Mother Nature's recipes. At this point, okay, this girl's writing is on point. At this point, I'm almost to tears with discomfort, but Kevin has to get through Hercules, go the distance before Hercules! Oh, it's a oh it's a oh it's a mix-up of like it Disney's be, hit. It's Disney's hit. Okay, okay. <laughs> before I can be dropped off at home. I won't lie. I did girl. Like, was she singing along or like, I'm confused? I think she's just like painfully listening. <laughs> I won't lie. I did go on one more awkward, this girl's. Okay. You know what? I think she's the toxicity <laughs> in this relationship. Let's be honest. I did go on one more awkward, painful, and pathetic date where I paid, duh, before I was entirely ghosted by Kevin. Cool. M- moral of the story, ladies, don't start your relationship on Snapchat, especially with weasels and men. Weasels! <laughs> Keep your hands to yourself and just don't with everything else. I promise there's a happy ending. I've been with my current boyfriend and best part of my life since senior year of high school. And now we're in our senior year at colleges an hour apart. I will say we did start a relationship with one thing in common, Kevin. He <laughs> certainly haven't. He's he like, ha- I dated Kevin too. Yeah. <laughs> he certainly happened to be one of my boyfriend's teammates and closest high school friends. Stop. As the chair on top before I go, I can't forget to mention that Kevin gets to run into me almost every day at the small college we both enrolled in following oh, no. high school. What a small world, ladies. Honestly, grateful for this story and chance to share it. It's from experiences like this and podcasts like what we said that I know my worth, that I'm deserving of so much more respect than Disney Kevin. <sighs> Work, mama. Yes, you are. Disney. Oh, but I feel. Oh, I, I don't know the whole full story, but I feel bad for Disney. I mean, he was just trying to find a sing along partner. And it if, just didn't work out. If he did not assault her, yes. Yeah, that's true, that's true, that's true, that's true, that's true, that's true. I know. I wonder if he just, like, tried to make out with her or something and she was, like, not It sounds like it. he was just a little awkward. Yeah. You know? And, and also, sorry, girly, but were you leading him on? Because <laughs> you, 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 you kept Tyson. going on dates with him. Tyson, that's literally Tyson's equivalent like, to being like, what was she wearing? That's what you no, just said. No, no. I'm saying like, I'm saying like, obviously he thought you were interested. And so like, he's going to try and give you a kiss. That's true. You yeah, keep going yeah. on dates. It's true. Yeah. We're like, what yeah. Obviously wearing. the first time in the first 10 minutes. Yeah, that's a little much. I don't yeah. know the whole story. I'm just saying like, you know. Yeah, at some point. Yeah. There's a difference between guys not being able to read cues and being really awkward and guys being literally predatory. Right. right for sure. It's like he's in high school. Yeah. Like, 
you came over, you want, you want, you're watching a movie. Yeah. I don't know. I bet he was just awkward. Yeah. But we do need more context also, to make it. Yeah, we do need to educate him. Yes. Okay. This first date story is absolutely wild. I met this guy at a music festival and he asked if I wanted to go out on his motorcycle. I'm a huge adrenaline fiend and really was just excited to ride on this guy's motorcycle. He was cute too. So what the heck, right? Don't is tell the motorcycle my mom. at the music festival or is he saying like afterwards? I think maybe afterwards. Like that's where she met him. Oh, okay, okay. But then he was like, oh, I want to go out on a oh, date. Okay. I don't know if this is, we'll see. He picks me up and we go to this place called Rockin' Crawfish, which is all you can eat crab legs. Like mm. full on bib wearing, juice dripping crab leg feast. No. Weird choice for a first date, right? But believe it or not, watching this guy gobble crab legs like there's no tomorrow was not what made this date the craziest one I've ever been on. The crazy started when we were about to leave. We walked back out to his bike and I put my helmet on. It's at this moment that a tall, beautiful woman dressed like my anthropology dreams comes racing toward us, shouting his name. We'll call him Andrew. Andrew, is this why you haven't answered any of my texts? Stop. She screams, he did not hire her wildly at me. Don't forget, I'm standing there with a motorcycle helmet on, visor down. Oh. I look- <laughs> Pulls the visor down even more. I look like a half-suited up astronaut. Apparently, this was his ex, and he had been supposed to go by her house that night to pick up his stuff, but he never texted her back about what time he was free. I assume she then tracked his location to where we were because how else could she have just shown up there? It's a pretty big city. So she could return his stuff, aka hurl it at us both in the middle of the rock and crawfish parking lot. I started to take my helmet off because at this point I feel absolutely ridiculous. But she says, don't. I'm leaving anyway. Enjoy your date with the biggest tool of all time. But she did not leave. In fact, she continued screaming at him about his flakiness throughout their relationship and lack of sexual compatibility. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the conclusion of this story is absolutely the most unbelievable part, but I promise you it is true. A homeless man walks past us right as she's mid-monologue, wheeling a garbage can behind him with his belongings and stuff. He picks up Andrew's things, still all over the parking lot ground, carefully puts them in his trash can and proceeds to repeat, all of the words that X is currently screaming at Andrew, <laughs> but at me. Cool. So to be clear, I got viciously dragged by a homeless man with a trash can while wearing a space helmet. Goodbye. I. Oh my I'm gosh! Shocked. I'm the fact shocked. that it's also in the Rock and Crawfish <laughs> yeah. parking lot is the cherry on top. The fact that he just joins in. Moral of the story: I'm sorry. Dudes that ride motorcycles are just another level. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, terrifying like, as name well. Name one like 100% normal person that you know that rides a motorcycle. <laughs> That's honestly a great point. Like they're always like either like really into themselves. An adrenaline junkie. Yeah, don't have like many just like a crazy love- boy. Like just like, you know, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. Just like wholesome sweet boys that are just riding around on Harleys. Also, would you get on a motorcycle with someone you didn't know? Because no. I would not. I would I never. I wouldn't with people I do know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, they're so terrifying. I actually went on one date where I, like, this guy took me on a motorcycle up the canyon <gasps> to a hike. Like, thinking back, I'm like, I could have <laughs> Literally gotten murdered. Yeah, the freaking— You could have died on any of any of the things you did on that yes. date. And I yeah. was, like, literally latched on. Like, I was terrified. That's why they do it, because you have to grab them. Yeah, and then but then afterwards, he's like, you seemed pretty scared. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, sir. He's like, you, you got me a little too tight. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's pitch black and you're right. speeding up the canyon. Yeah. No, they're just as And for then you take me to a hike. There are probably some normal ones. It's funny you say that because Leif's brother, who just moved here, that's all he, he only has motorcycles. Like, oh, really? He doesn't have a car right now. But oh, he is, mine. you know, he, I'm like, he does have a few screws loose. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. He's, um, yeah, he's normal. 
But also, I do feel like he loves, like, yeah, yeah. like he's not scared of whatever. Right, right. Yeah, I'm a whim. I'm too scared. Oh, I'm terrified. No, no. it's too scary. You gotta be a little bit, like, I don't know what the word is. Crazy. But yeah, a little bit crazy to be, like, to feel, like, safe and secure as that as your only um, vehicle. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, for sure. Like, you have to be, honestly, very brave. Also, how are you going grocery shopping? I should ask him that. I think he, do, like, takes in his basket. Do men his- go grocery shopping? Like, if he lives alone, then he has to, right? Yeah. I meant backpack, not basket, by the way. But I don't I mean, know how I live alone. I don't, but. <laughs> yeah. Postmates. Use code type. <laughs> Literally. First of all, if you're my mother, I need you to skip past this ad if you're listening. Okay, Stephanie, you heard me. Skip past this ad. My little sister texted me the other day and she was like, have you ever heard of StoryWorth? And I was like, yes, they actually sponsored the What We Said podcast. And I love it. So we actually decided that we're going to get it for my mom for Christmas. And I think that she's going to love it because she's a super sentimental person. Yeah. I hope she cries. I hope she cries when she Oh, I know she present. will. So let me tell you a little bit about what StoryWorth is. It's an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. It is a thoughtful and meaningful gift that connects you to those who matter the most. So every week, StoryWorth emails your relative or friend a thought-provoking question of your choice from their vast pool of possible options. So each unique prompt asks questions you've never thought to ask, like what's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life? Or if you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? Things that, you know, you want to know about your mom, but you just never really thought to ask. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to read them later. Exactly. So after one year, StoryWorth will compile all your loved ones' stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. I think this is an amazing gift for, like you said, a parent, a grandparent, anyone who's close to you in your life. Reading the weekly stories help connect you with loved ones, no matter how near or far apart you are. And you also might find out something fascinating that you never knew about this person, you know, because you're going to kind of dig deep with these questions. And then you can write into our family secret story episodes. Perfect. So with StoryWorth, we are giving those we love most a thoughtful personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and stories for years to come. Go to storyworth.com slash what we said and save $10 on your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash what we said to save $10 on your first purchase. This episode is brought to you by Skillshare. So every human was born to create. Whether you last picked up a paintbrush yesterday or in grade school, you can explore your creativity and be inspired. Also, there's a million different ways to be creative. And I feel like that's something that becomes very clear to you on Skillshare because there's so many different online classes and courses that you can take that have to do with all types of different subjects. So Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning with so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives. Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. So they have a ton of classes. Like I said, I'm going to mention a few that I think would be interesting. So They have like a YouTube success class that I've mentioned before. They also have a productivity for creatives, build a system that brings out your best with Thomas Frank. I think this is super important because building systems is just incredibly crucial. If you want to be productive and get the things that you want to get done, it's hard to do that unless you put systems in place. So I feel like this could be a very valuable class. They have like video for Instagram class. Portrait Photography by Jessica Kobesi. And then they have a ton of other different categories. It doesn't always have to just be photo and video. Like I said, they have productivity, animation, music, marketing, freelance, web development, tons of different stuff. 
So whether you are a dabbler or a pro, you are creative and you can discover what you can make with classes for every skill level. I did take a public speaking class on Skillshare and I absolutely loved it. I feel like I learned so much and that's why I'm such a good podcaster now is because of Skillshare. You can experience real improvement with hands-on projects and classes designed for real life. Also, Skillshare's entire catalog of classes now offers subtitles in Spanish, French, Portuguese, and Dutch, which is amazing. Skillshare is also incredibly affordable, especially when comparing to pricey in-person classes and workshops. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. That's actually crazy. So you can explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash what we said and get a one-month free trial of premium membership. That's one month of a premium membership at Skillshare.com slash what we said. Go check it out. Okay, ladies, do I have a story for you? First, let me start off by saying that I've been listening to y'all since day one, introducing yourselves as the redhead and the brunette one. Oh. I forgot that we did that. Honestly, we haven't done that in like so long. I know. Well, that's Aww. sad. And I'm the gay one. <laughs> <laughs> Has nothing to do with hair color. Because your, your hair is a dirty I don't know what right color now. it is right now. Sure. It's a mess. Okay, you both have grown so much. It's been amazing to listen and grow alongside you. I love you both so much. Thank you for being a big part of my life. Oh. Okay, now to the horror. So I'm, from, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm from Southern California, and I recently moved to Provo in August. Ooh, mistake number one. <laughs> I'm like, that's the whole story, right? Yeah. <laughs> the like, that's horror. That's my horror story. It was my second week here, and one of my buddies from my church mission hit me up and asked, is this well, a boy or a girl? I don't know. The buddies made me think it was a boy. I know. It but was, girls can go on missions. Yeah, yeah but the but buddies. Like one of my, my buddies, buddies from, from the my, mission. That's like such a guy thing to say. We support our boy listeners. <laughs> okay, so it was my second week here and one of my buddies from my church mission hit me up and asked me out to catch up. Okay, now I'm thinking it's a girl. I don't know. <laughs> we're we're going to get to the bottom of this, ladies. <laughs> I thought it was harmless and would be fun to see him again. Him. Yeah, but yeah, Oh, it could yeah. be a girl and a boy. Oh, so... So it's I think it's a girl. girl. I think it's, it's a girl, girl writing in and a boy. That's, the boy is her buddy. Okay. But can girls go on missions and have boy buddies? Ooh, back Ooh. to the start of the combo. <laughs> like, no, but actually like, like girls can't hang out with boys on missions, can they? Well, not on the mission. No, but like, like probably like, oh, they were the, like. In like the same like ward or something. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, that's definitely a very common thing. Like they yeah. get home and they're like, oh, she was on my mission, but it's oh, a guy. Okay. And they're like, oh yeah, we like hung out a lot in like groups oh, and stuff. I thought they were like, you like can't talk to girls when you're in a mission. I think you could talk to the sister mission. Like, you didn't oh, go? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to think back to when I went to Guatemala. <laughs> Guatemala. <laughs> okay. I thought it was harmless and would be fun to see him again. We decided to go to a yogurt land that was less than five minutes from both of us. Fast forward to the day of the date and he calls me an hour before we are supposed to meet and tells me he'll be late and proceeds to ask me to meet him at a different yogurt shop that is 45 minutes away. I'm dumb and accept and drive 45 minutes to get yogurt. <laughs> when I pull up, he's already there and we say hi and hug. And the first thing he says to me is, wow, you're shorter than I remember. And your voice is deeper. It sounds like you've <sighs> matured. Sorry? <laughs> okay. Are you trying to compliment her or yeah. insult her? Right, right, know. right, right. Um, what? I looked at him <laughs> and said, you're shorter than I remember too. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wish I was like quick on my feet like that. We get our yogurt, and when the lady asks if we are together or separate, he goes, well, I guess it's together now, and rolls his eyes because he has to pay for my $3 yogurt. We sat at a table and, no joke, argued the whole day. Sorry? <laughs> I'm shocked. Um, he asked me about what sports I did and then undermined every sport I said. Girl. Cool. Cheer, dance, soccer, kickboxing, you name it. Since it was a girl doing it. He also do a lot of sports. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It automatically wasn't legit to him. He asked me what guys I've seen since moving here, and any person I mention, he belittles them and tells me what horrible taste I have in men. Yeah, no duh, I'm here with you, dude. 
<laughs> I love this girl. He then decides to tell me he has a girlfriend who lives down the street, and that's why he wanted me to meet him here instead of our original spot in Provo. After that, I was done, and I had my cousin call me to give me a fake excuse to leave. This is where it gets scary. Oh. Oh, my gosh. When I told him I had to leave, he protests and says, try to leave and see what happens. I don't know. Call your girlfriend. <laughs> Ask her. I am on my jaw. Just dropped. When I stood to leave, he pushed the table into me and blocked me so I couldn't leave. I shoved it back into him <laughs> and walked out fast with him right behind me. He followed me to my car and put his hand on my door so I couldn't open it. I hugged him. Uh, uh, <laughs> this like, is what I'm saying. Girlies. Uh, girlies. You need to stand up I for what you think in your brain. You are giving bad mixed signals. Uh, I think she's trying to, maybe she's trying to make it like. the situation. Yeah. Hugged him and turned him around so I had my back to the door and could get in. I think she was trying to like, you know, outsmart yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hugged him and turned him around so I had my back to the door and could get in. But before I could, he picked me up and started carrying me to his car. Oh An actual gosh. kidnapper. I was but not- also like, didn't he just say he had a girlfriend? I'm yes. confused by that. Uh, are you on a date with Ted Bundy? Oh, no. I was not having it and wiggled out. So he dropped me and then picked me up again. Bridal style. Like slap him. Yeah. And kept going to his car. At this point, we are making a scene and people are watching because I'm pushing against him and telling him to put me down. This is actually terrifying. No, this is terrifying. He, he, she's literally getting kidnapped right now. I'm very confused. He finally he finally does and I book it over to my car. I get it just in time for him to show up in my window and yell, it's fine. I'm just going to go make out with my girlfriend anyways. Ew. Ew. I gave him my best eye roll and floored it out of there. Eye roll? Hit him with your car. <laughs> Talk about a traumatizing first date in Provo. Haven't talked to him since, and I definitely don't plan on it. Thank you for reading this literal novel. Hope y'all enjoyed my wretched first dates. Stay safe out there, ladies. That's actually terrifying. No, that's, that's terrifying. terrifying. The fact he's, he's going to go immediately into her and tried to pick her. Up. Also, what is his goal? I don't understand what this man is trying to do. I don't want to know. He's trying to take her to the basement. Yeah. Oh my kind gosh, of basement. he's terrifying. Well, I hope his girlfriend knows that he's. Yeah. Psycho. Girl. Yeah, drop the name. Okay. First of all, I love your podcast. Literally the only one I listen to. It's my favorite thing to clean my house too. Thanks for always making me laugh. Okay, let's get into this because it's a long one. LOL. Senior... Did I just say LOL or a different language? Because I'm not sure. Okay. Senior year of high school, this kid asked me on a date. He didn't tell me what we were going to do or where we were going. It was a surprise and a fun surprise it was not. You know what? It's 2021. No Tell surprises. People, no surprises. First no. dates, never a surprise. Unless it's you've been dating for six months. I don't want and any, you're about one to surprise from you. I don't even want that. <laughs> okay. He pulls up in the passenger seat of a huge truck and the horn honks. So I go outside. He opens the back door of the truck. I hop in and then he closes the door behind me. Then he opens the front door of the truck and gets in next to another couple who I didn't know. So I'm alone in the back seat. We drive for two hours. Wait, so there's um, three people in the front seat and she's alone in the back seat? Yes, because there's another couple in him and then she's All in the in back the front seat. seat. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's weird. Some trucks have like three oh, in the seat. I know, the but front. Like, wouldn't it be like couple, couple? Exactly. I think that's maybe the first weird part. So I'm alone in the back seat. We drive for two hours to the middle of nowhere and I literally can't hear. It's a surprise. And you, yeah. you, you didn't know you were driving for two hours? No. Okay, and I literally can't hear anything they're saying because I'm in the back of the loud diesel truck. We pull off on the side of the road to go horseback riding. 
I am very allergic to horses. <laughs> and, of, and of course I wasn't, and of course was not dressed for the activity. I get paired up with the craziest. Yeah, that's not a surprise. Like, it's like, no, I need to like be prepared. Yeah, for I that. need to bring my Also, freaking- that'd be my worst nightmare. I'm terrified of horses. Okay. I get paired up with the craziest horse and I'm getting bucked around and end up having a severe allergic reaction. Yeah, like, why'd you get on? Like my entire body is covered in hives and my face is swollen. I'm sore oh. and tired and I just wanted to get home. But of course we have another two hour ride back home. So we hop in, back in the truck, me in the back alone again, <laughs> while my date and his friends sit in the front. Then what? they decide they want to stop for dinner, which is fine because I was starving. We pull up to a Chinese buffet. You're like, but I also need an urgent care. Honestly, my worst nightmare. I hate Chinese food and hate buffets, but I sucked it up and was a good sport. Still covered in hives and swollen, by the way. Neat. Finally, the day ended and I was dropped off at my house. I took a Benadryl, got food poisoning from the buffet, stop. and never talked to the boy again. I? That's the worst case scenario. All of it. All of it. There's not one good part. There's about not that. one good part. Honestly, take a nap in the backseat. All I have to say is that I'm learning from every single one of these stories is girlies. You need to stand up for yourself and just like say what you want in the moment. Like just be like, I know. I literally hate Chinese food. Like we're not going to Chinese food. Like, <laughs> like just like if I went on a date, like I'm not just gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna suck it up, whatever. I'll just be like, no. Like that's like if I hate cheese, they're like, oh my gosh, we're going to. Get pizzas. I'm like, nah, no. Like, I, I'm not. I, I'm not gonna do that. Let's also, go do something else. Also, Tyson's not kidding when he says I hate cheese. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, that was not an example. You know, it's like they're like, oh, let's go have like a charcuterie board and yeah. wine. I'm like, eh, I don't eat anything on charcuterie board, so I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, I know. I, I feel like a lot of these girls are just like they are young. Yeah, and then they just this is what teaches them. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm never going on a date that I'm <sighs> for sure that I don't agree on first. Terrifying. Okay. Hey, ladies, I love the podcast and always look forward to my Tuesday lunch break when I can have a laugh or cry with you gals. I recently matched with a guy on Bumble. He was super cute, really fun to text and talk to on the phone, and he was 30, so I guess I assumed he would be a little more on the mature side. Yeah. 30 and single? That don't add up. No, <laughs> that do not equate to mature. I'm sorry. <laughs> we talked for about a week and planned a date to watch a scary movie since it was almost Halloween. I met up with him. We picked up some snacks and headed back to his place. We turned the on The Conjuring and started cuddling, and for about 30 minutes, everything was going great. He randomly took his arm out from around me and starts acting a little weird and offish, so I asked him if something was wrong. He starts crying. <gasps> I'm obviously very confused and ask if something's the matter. He beats her on the bush for a minute and then said through tears, I really don't want you to take this the wrong way because I think you're great, but you just make me realize how much I miss my ex. Oh, <gasps> what about, what about the conjuring <laughs> makes you miss your ex? <laughs> I'm sorry. This whole experience. No, that's, she says, awesome, with the sticking, like, the tongue face. He continues to cry and just word vomits, mid-conjuring, how much he misses her and the relationship they had and how he is pretty sure she's the one, but just needs more time, even though he hasn't spoken to her in months. Yeah. I just kept watching the show while we went on, and when he finished talking, I just patted his shoulder and said, can I leave now? He followed me out to my car, still crying, saying that he wants to be friends, and that all of this will pay off for me in the end. Huh? Pay off. I'm gonna need a name, sis. Yeah. What is she get, getting from this? <laughs> yeah, she she gets no no good part of this. I told him I felt bad for him and wished him the best, but that he truly created the weirdest dating experience of my life. See, you go, girl. You tell him. <laughs> yeah. Go Give off, him some good queen. productive feedback. Yeah. Definitely haven't talked to him since. Oh my gosh. No, that's not okay. 
Because, like, I understand, like, the sentiment of, like, you, like, being on a date and you're, like, oof, yeah, no. This Especially just if it's fresh. Like, like, yeah. yeah, and you're, like, you're, like, oh, I'm just thinking about this other person. Or, like, even, like, maybe not an ex, just, like, someone else that you're dating and you're, like, oh, I kind of, like, would rather be on a date with them. But you don't tell them. There. You just take that out. Yeah. You're already 30 minutes into the conjuring. You're watching a movie. I'm like, just like shut up and watch the movie. Yes. You don't have to be like making and then, out yeah, or like talking. And then at the it's end, like, just be like, all yeah. right, fun. Yeah, bye. bye. And then ghost them. Yeah. Like people get mad. <laughs> ghost them. No, here's the thing. Here's what I'll say. People get mad about ghosting. Ghost me. Just ghost me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need you to like give me some dumb excuse about how mm-hmm. like it's not you, it's me. Or like, oh my gosh, you're so great. But like, I miss my ex. I don't need it. I don't need, I don't need a reason. Just fucking ghost you, me. You don't need the like closure. <laughs> If it, if it's like if it's like we're dating like if yeah. we're like dating for six months yeah, and then we break up true. like I need closure but like if we've gone on like a few dates and like you like ghost me I'm not gonna like be like you're gonna take that seat. as a sign and be like, yeah okay, like bye. I'm not gonna like chase you and like be like wait wh- why don't you want to hang out anymore it's like well they obviously don't so I don't care what the reason is like whether totally. you're like with your ex or like it's me that you don't like or whatever I'm like I don't need that please ghost me and appreciate it when I ghost you like I don't <laughs> like I don't want to have to be like. Because sometimes it's like, most times when you go on dates, it's like, it's not actually the person. It's just like, you just don't like them or you don't click or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like, trying to explain that to someone in words is like, so uncomfortable. And it's like... So what do you think is the like, cutoff for like, a proper ghosting? And then when you owe them an explanation? Like, Ooh. how many dates? I would say like, maybe like three. That's like what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, if yeah. you've gone on three or more dates, it's like, if you just go you, someone's yeah, kind of like, yeah, okay. Yeah. No, Especially sure, if, sure. It, if it starts feeling like the momentum's yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it depends like how like... It also depends, like, how, like, much you've done on the date. Like, have you kissed? Yeah. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I've been on, like, some – with some guys, I've gone on, like, three dates, and, like, they don't even kiss me yet. And I'm like, okay, like, I'm ghosting you. Like, and <laughs> and, and you don't need an explanation. Because I'm just like, what are we doing here? Yeah. It's like, I, I can hang out with my friends. Yeah. I don't need to, like, do I'm not this, dating for whatever. friends. Yeah. Yeah. And – but I don't know. It's like, yeah, I just don't need the explanation. I don't want it. And I don't want to have to give it to anyone it's very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. No, I no, I agree with you. It's yeah. like it, there's a certain point where you owe them an explanation, and then there's a certain point where it's like. And there's a way to ghost people that are like nice, you know, yeah. and for people to like, get the hint. It's like you don't just like cold turkey not respond to their texts. You like have excuses. Stop using everybody. emojis and like you have excuses, <laughs> and then like you like you like text back to every like two of their texts, or like you take like a few days to respond. You know, there's a way to like fade it out. Mm-hmm. For That's sure, not just like cold turkey. And most people get the hint. Hopefully. So yeah. what do you think about the phrase, if he wanted to, he would? Like, if a girl's like, why isn't he replying? It's like, if he wanted to, he would. Do you, <laughs> you agree with that? You tell me that every, per- every person I date. <laughs> like, yeah, do I, you I think agree that? with that for sure. Well, I'm curious because I feel like, I'm curious what you think because, like, some girls, like, we'll talk about this concept of, like, if he wanted to text you, he would. Like, right. he would reach out. But then girls are like, but I want to and I'm not doing it. Yeah. Because they are like waiting around. You know what I'm saying? But I think like there's like there's like a certain like level at which that's like accurate and not. Like I guess like it depends like situation by situation. Cause like, yeah, there are definitely situations where like I want to do something, but I don't. But I don't know. I feel like you can just like read the room. Yeah. Like you can get a vibe. Yeah. Like, like with like exes or like when like I'm dating people, I feel like I'll be like complaining to you about something and you're like, yeah, well, if he like if he wanted to be with you or whatever, like he would. Like, yeah. like he all these excuses he's saying are like just nothing, you know? Yeah. I think it's like if you really want to pursue somebody and you really like them, there's almost it's almost impossible for you to do absolutely nothing. Yeah, right. maybe you're not doing everything you would want to do. Right. But you're doing something. Right, right. I feel like the if he wanted to, he would on like a small scale, like like 
what he hasn't texted you today. And mm-hmm. it's like, if he wanted to, he would. It's like, that's maybe like, eh, no, because like you want to text him and you're not like today. But yeah, it's like right. in a general scheme, like exactly. if he wants to be with you, he will. Yeah, like, he will he make, will it, make happen. it known. Like he's not just going to like not talk to you for three weeks. And if he doesn't talk to you for three weeks, then he doesn't want to be with you. Exactly. Like on a bigger scale, it's like if, if someone wants something, boy or girl, it's like you're going to make it happen. Definitely. That's a great way to put it. I like that. Okay. I love the podcast. I listen every Tuesday and bonus Friday, of course. Make my kids go for a car ride so I can watch in peace. Oh, well. <laughs> well, I hope you get my story. It's insane. So about five years ago, I was attending BYU Provo. I was on Tinder and had matched with a guy who looked pretty nice. This is semi-important to the story, so I'd like to add that his bio said he was 5'11", which side comment for the dating girls, if a man says he's 5'11", he's probably 5'8". Okay, but can I just say, are you so fi- this, are is you a, this is a big thing within like the gay community as well, because <laughs> everyone always says, like, if a guy says he's 5'11", he's not. I'm 5'11", and I say I'm 5'11", and, like, people I don't know, it's, it's, like, such a thing. People are, like, you're, you're, no one's ever 5'11", and I'm, like, wait, I'm 5'11". Because if you're 5'11", you say, you would say you're six feet. Is that what they That's mean? what people say. But then it's, like, if you're, if you're, if you say you're six feet, people are, like, you're 5'11". And it's, like, it's just this, like, a whole thing. But, like, I feel like 5'11 Weird. is, like, the perfect number that, like, every guy says there is. And, like, he's never actually 5'11". But I'm, like, just for the people that are 5'11". That is funny. <laughs> it's so weird. And I used to even just say I was 5'10". Yeah, we're going to have to measure you Yeah, And then measuring. Tessa mes- measured me. And I was, like, oh, my gosh, Kala Wilhelmina models. I'm 5'11". <laughs> I'm, like, I'm ready for a runway. Literally. Anyway, justice for 5'11". Okay. Justice. He, he asked me if I wanted to watch a movie with a bunch of friends at their place. I figured, why not? I feel like that's a horrible first date. Watching a movie for a first date. I don't want to go to their house. No. No. And first dates, like, that's almost a little too long and too much of, like, a commitment. Yeah, And, like, too much awkward silence that you're just, like, sitting next to each other, not talking. And you're not not ready to, like, cuddle yet because you don't know each other. Didn't you say with his friends as well? It's like, don't on my – like, I want to meet your friends on the second or third date. Maybe if we click. But it's like, I don't even know your personality. Right. So how do I know how right. to act And like, I don't want to be the only one in the room that doesn't know each other. No. Exactly. First date, you need to take them to like dessert. Like yes. it, it shouldn't be. Dessert maybe, or like, like, like coffee or whatever, yeah, you know, yes. something like even that dinner's could be a bit 15 extreme. minutes or it could be two hours. 100%. Depends but she's on also in promo. So it's like, there's, what else do you do there? Yeah. Group dates can be great little first dates. Oh, sorry, girl. Like, I just... <laughs> <laughs> with mutuals, true. with mutuals, with mutuals, yeah. yes, 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 for sure, definitely. I drove him there, and when I meet him, he's five foot, <laughs> five foot. Actually, she said, she said, she said he's like five foot. I'm five three. Please. <laughs> oh, so he is. Short, short. Maybe she's like exaggerating. I don't know. She said, I'm not usually shallow about height, but I'm 5'7", and so I prefer taller. But it was honestly more that he lied about it. Anyways, we watched the movie. And that's a big lie. Wait, he said he's 5'11", and he's, <laughs> if, is he legitimately 5 <laughs> he's feet actually tall? 5 foot? That is jail time. I don't, I don't know, because she said he's like 5 foot. That is jail time. Says, not for being 5 like, foot, for lying like, about a full foot. So the thing is, is if she's 5'7", and she's saying he's 5 foot, that means he's at least shorter than her. So he was off by four plus inches. No, you're not. It, you're never off yeah, by that much. Yeah, no, no, no. It's like, okay, maybe if you say you're, you know, again, like 5'11", but you're actually 5'10". Okay, we can get right. away with that. Saying you're 5'11", you're, you're 5'2". No, if he's, if he's five foot and she's 5'7", <laughs> no, like, five he's having to get on those tiptoes to give her a kiss. No, he five, can't even give her a kiss on the forehead. Five foot <laughs> is like Danny DeVito. <laughs> Maybe even no, shorter. five foot is like Oompa Loompa. Kevin Willy Hart. Wonka. Kevin Hart is like five four. Well, have you ever stood next to him? I don't know. No, but I just mean <laughs> like you think of like compare. oh the shortest man in yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, 
Sorry, Kevin Hart, but... Kevin Hart is a homophobe, so we don't care. Oh, he is? Oh, yes. You didn't know that? Oh. Oh. I thought that was, like, a long, long time ago, and he, like, greatly apologized. I thought that was, like, an old tweet, one of those things. Well, he apologized because he got canceled for it, but it's like, well, you probably still feel that way. He literally said, like, if his son was gay, he would disown him. Wait, did I miss... When was this? Uh, Maybe, like, two years ago. Oh, I mean, I'm not like a huge because remember he was supposed to he was supposed to host like the like Oscars or oh, something, oh, and then so like that was, all came out, and then he yeah 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 I do remember that actually. Anyway, people are allowed anyway, to grow and apologize. But yes, he's short. <laughs> people are allowed to grow short and canceled. Um, okay, so we really got to figure out if he's really five foot. But I'm I pro- yeah, I send digress. Us photos, girl. Yeah, I digress. Um, it was honestly more that he lied about it. Anyways, we watched the movie and halfway through, he asked me if we could cuddle. <sighs> me being introverted and not knowing how to say no, agreed. But he cuddled. <laughs> Girls, <laughs> stand up for what you want. But he cuddled up to me like I was the guy. <laughs> Wait, so he's, he's little spooning. Okay, guys can be little spoons. But he's a five foot little spoon. What do you mean? And also, how do you like initiate like being the little spoon, like cuddling up to a girl? Like you just like weasel into her like. What do you mean? I hold on, you guys. It gets sober. It gets so much worse. I knew I had to get out. He whispered in my ear and asked if he could give me a hickey on my stomach. Wait, um, wait, 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 wait. Like wait. we're all for consent, but <laughs> sometimes you don't need to ask me that. Don't. Sometimes no, just no. read the room. Read the room. Also, I'm confused. So, like, he's little spoon. How is he whispering in the ear? I don't know if he's ear? necessarily little spoon, but he's. She said he cuddled up to me like I was the guy. So I would assume something like that. And then that. he like reaches behind like this and questions her in the ear. Can I give you a hickey on your stomach? On your stomach. That's gonna be an absolute no from in me. In front of his friends who are also <laughs> watching the movie. Wait, yeah, where'd the friends go? You guys, They're I don't know what's happening. <laughs> okay, no one interject. Going. We're just going to get okay. through the okay, whole okay, story. Okay. okay, I told him I had to leave because I had to write a paper. And when I say I zoomed out of there, I zoomed. And that's <laughs> not even the worst part. I've never ghosted anyone, but this was the time I had to. I get home and go to bed. I have what I think was a dream of him calling me crying. I wake up to the next morning to 10 voicemails. Dude called me crying, saying I played him, that he was in love with me. We didn't even go on a formal date. And it was our first date. Well, now, five years later, I've been with my husband for four. I have two kids and he still stalks me. No. Creates Snapchats and adds me in fake accounts. I have a whole list of the usernames for the police in case he ever decides to contact uh, me more directly and I need a restraining order or if he kills me or something, there's evidence. Uh, After that date, I said I was done on Tinder and a month later I met my husband. So it worked out good. LOL. That's next level. Okay. That makes me think he actually was legitimately five feet tall. Yeah. I'm I'm, no, I'm Yeah, I'm more sure than ever that he's lying just that about everything. That he's not a normal, like, no. not that five foot <laughs> tall people can't be normal. But, but the fact that, he lied about that a he foot. he lied about yeah. a full foot. I'm shocked <laughs> that he was in love with her. That's also a common thread on these dating stories. You wouldn't know because you don't listen to our podcast, but <laughs> they're, they're like always, they'll like go on one date and then do that where they're like, I was in love with you. You played me. And the girl's like, I cool. literally, all I did was say yes to a first date. Yeah. And I did not like and you. And I hated the whole time. Yeah. This is trial and error. A first uh, date is a trial. It's not a commitment. A free trial. Okay. Hello, friends. I have lots of worse first date stories, but this one was top five for sure. I was on a dating app and met up with a guy named Michael. Michael was a tall, handsome Marine we love, and I was very excited to meet him. We met up at at a local bar, and I had the best time. We sipped wine and watched the snowfall. We lived in Colorado at the time. Very romantic, right? I could really see myself dating this guy. As we left, he walked me to my car, and we sat in my car while the engine warmed up. As we sat in the car, he grabbed my hand and looked me in the eyes and said, I really like you. I want to continue dating you. I was so happy and said, yes, this has been great. Great. I'd love to see you again. 
He then proceeded to tell me, I actually ship out Saturday, but I don't want you seeing anyone else and I want you to be mine. So I'd like to get married this week. Uh, I Wait, 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 wait. This is the first date? Yes. I will take care of you. House, ring, everything. <laughs> okay. Keep talking. <laughs> How big is the house? <laughs> then when I come back, I can put a baby in you. <gasps> What do you say? What do you say? say? I was shocked as he seemed so normal up to this point. When I say I kicked the man out of my car so fast, blocked his number even faster, I raced home and deleted my dating app. My mother could not believe what had happened and I didn't get on a dating app for another year. Thankfully, the next man I went on an online date with, I'm married, but not after a two-hour date. Thanks for always making my day, ladies. I am absolutely shocked. (laughs) I'm floored. I leave on Saturday. We can get married before then. And then I'll put a baby inside of yeah, you? Yeah. I'll come back don't and- Don't ever say that. <laughs> like, I don't know I don't care you. if you're married and you are in love. Don't ever say, I want to put a baby inside of you. <laughs> yeah. That is traumatizing. I don't think he was like saying it in a romantic way. I think he was saying it like logistically. There's no romantic way to say that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put a baby inside of you. Ew. I'll come back and put a baby in you. Like, so matter <laughs> of fact. No. I absolutely hate that. No. So I have two more, but I we have to wrap it up. So I'm just going to briefly tell you guys about- Very briefly- about this other one because I just have to say it. This girl said she went on a first date with a guy and he was like super cute, very good looking. And they went out for pizza and then they came back to his house and he went to the bathroom. They were watching a movie. He went to the bathroom. He came back out naked oh. and, and laid on the couch and just was like, come here. And she was like, absolutely not. And on the first date. On the first date. That was the, and he he was just like being, trying to be like funny and flirty. No, that's actually like sexual harassment. Yeah. So she left. That's traumatizing. Ew. She's like, he was fine and funny, but that was too far. We never talked again. No, that's Absolutely not funny. Not. That's not funny. Okay. That's not really indecent exposure. Yeah. Here's my last one. Hey, gals, longtime fan, first time writer. So excited for y'all's upcoming projects, merch, and the baby. Ah, so here it goes. When I was a senior in high school, I went on my first actual date with a guy who was a grade younger and wasn't very liked by my peers, but was adored by all the moms. Okay. Okay, well, Mm. off to a very rough start. Mm -hmm. Let's say his name was Max. Max was on the varsity basketball team and had been a starting player since he was a freshman, which obviously boosted his ego. He was overly confident and believed the world revolved around him. It was especially frustrating because he had used his charm on my mom. Ew. (laughs) How was he meeting the moms? I don't know. Just... Just around the town. Maybe she's like a cheerleader or something. Who knows? For months on end, she begged me to give Max a chance. I really didn't like him all that much, but after months of her begging and him asking, I gave in and agreed to one date with him. I figured it wouldn't be enjoyable, but at least I could give my mama, well, I tried and it didn't work out if she asked me about him again. So we agreed he would pick me up and we would go have sushi. Okay. When selecting which restaurant to go to, I made sure to pick a not so well-known sushi spot on the off chance that someone were to see us. (laughs) Foul, I know. But like I said, he wasn't very liked at my school and I was a 17-year-old doing everything in my power to stay out of the spotlight. The date started off a bit awkward. It was my first date after all and I didn't have a bunch of knowledge on how to make things go smoothly. The first crack in the glass, a Taylor Swift reference, he he, came <laughs> when I ordered a Coke and he scowled at me for it. You have to be careful how many of those you drink while you're young, you know? That's how people get fat. Oh. Good? Bye. I was shocked but laughed it off. And figured it was way too early in the day to ask for a ride home. So I proceeded to listen to him talk about himself for an hour and oh, a, no. for an entire hour straight. He told me how it was so hard to be everyone's favorite in sports, academics, and in his personal life. Neat. But he also could not stop saying he was hella underappreciated. Make it make oh. sense. Bye. Whenever I tried to get a word in or offer some sort of advice to his issues, he'd blow me off and continue talking about himself. I tried relating to one of his issues and he hit me with, yeah, but your situation isn't as bad as mine. <sighs> Oh, I hate this man with every fiber of my being. (laughs) Hashtag gaslight king. 
Good. Bye. Um, the final straw came while we were enjoying our roll. I reached over for my napkin, used it, and placed it back, and he stopped in his tracks, looked at me, and said, fix your napkin. <gasps> Cue, the woman was too stunned to speak. What? I asked, and he said, how can you, a lady, use your napkin and leave it crumpled up like that? It's so unladylike. I was so confused. He was triggered by a napkin. Keep in mind, I'm not a complete Neanderthal, and my napkin was normally used and placed to the side. Also, like, I'm not at the Louvre. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm at, like, some probably shitty sushi restaurant in probably Gilbert, Arizona. Yeah. Like, what? No. <laughs> he gave me a lecture on how to properly use a napkin and how if he were ever to take me home to meet his family, I would have to show him that I knew how to properly oh, use— meeting that man's family would be my absolute nightmare. I can only imagine what Ew. kind of family he comes from. And place a napkin on the table before— I felt so uncomfortable and almost burst into tears as he spoke. Not too soon after, I went to the restroom and called a friend who was luckily in the area and asked her to pick me up. I made up a reason to go home and left as soon as she texted me. Max looked shocked, but I didn't think twice about me leaving him. He said, oh, all right, cool. See ya. And he looked at, back at the game playing on the screen at the restaurant. The next Monday at school, he came into our math class and walked straight toward me. He told me he had a good time and that the reason that he knew it was a great night was because that night he fell asleep and had a you-know-what kind of dream about me. Stop, <gasps> stop, stop. He then asked if I wanted to go Jail. out again. I was absolutely appalled and told him to never speak to me again, which he failed to do on multiple occasions until I graduated. He graduated and went off to play for a university in a different state. Since then, I've only gone on a handful of dates. I'm 21 now, and I blame him, honestly. I have heard from other girls he's gone on dates that he's pulled things like that on them. He's an actual menace. Like a wise woman once said, if men have one thing, it's the audacity. Love you all. I hope Chelsea, JC, Beth, Nick, Leif, the pups— I'll add Tyson because yeah, he's here. Bitch. And Chelsea's little bean all have an amazing holiday season. Oh my God. That man's got to go. Shook. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Here's the thing. I know I've been sticking up for men through this podcast. Men really do suck. They are trash. <laughs> like, <laughs> ew. Like, what? Why would you think? I know I know you had a good time last night because I had a wet dream about you. What? Yeah. Ew. Like, how What made compute? you think that I had a great time? I left after I went to the bathroom. No, this is what we always say. It's like when somebody is the one who talks the whole date, they feel like the date right. went so, so good. Well. And right. the other person's like, I wanted to literally die right. like the entire right. time. Ew. It's absolutely horrible. Okay, last <clears throat> one. Last story. The date started out good with this. She just hopped right in. No compliments, no nothing. <laughs> with this guy from UVU picking me up for my parents' house parents' house in South Ogden. Not almost an hour drive. <laughs> you picked me up from a parents' house. <laughs> we had matched on Tinder and talked for a few weeks before we found time that would work for both of us. He was super cute, so I was excited. I planned on staying with my friend in Provo that night so he didn't have to drive the full way four times in order to drop me off again at home. I'd take the train back home in the morning. He took me out to a food truck for dinner, and then we went back to his apartment to watch a movie. We walk in the door and say hi to his roommates. Everyone seems super normal. The date's going fine. Then he asked if I want to have a tour of their apartment, which really only meant he wanted me to see his room. Okay, I agreed. So he shows me around and opens his bedroom door. I'm not joking when I say I literally couldn't see his bedroom floor or half oh. of his bed because it was covered in clothes and towels and bags and shoes. These rooms weren't small. It wasn't student housing. I laughed and asked if this was his roommate's room because I couldn't imagine why he'd be so eager to show me this pigsty he lived in. Nope, this shiz show was his. So we go back to the living room and sit for a minute, but I couldn't get that out of my mind. I grew up with a mom who was, who was obsessive over cleaning, so I think some of it had rubbed off on me. He asked if I wanted to start a movie, and I blurted out, no, I think we should clean your room. <gasps> Not sure what came over me. <laughs> I... I'm dead. But I guess I already knew this date wasn't going anywhere, so I wasn't about to Netflix and chill with some guy who I'd 
who I suddenly would rather clean his room <laughs> than some, sit and watch a show. Um, with some guys who I suddenly had the ick for, and my friend wasn't home yet, so there wasn't any use in trying to go to her place. He agreed and we got started. Basically, we had a trash bin and a laundry bin and just went to work. He had probably 20 Gatorade bottles that were partway full and layers of clothes on the floor we threw into laundry. I'm walking around trying to gather the garbage stuff and heard a crunch under my foot. Not a crunch. Weird. Not a crunch. No, no, no. Weird because it was some basketball shorts I'd stepped on. I lifted his shorts off the ground and discovered a Taco Bell bag, opened it up, and found some food still in it. I asked if he possibly knew when he had last had Taco Bell, and he admitted it had been over a week. Ew. After he dropped me off at my friend's house, he texted me and said, had a great night. I need a woman in my life who isn't afraid of a little housework. Ew! I... I'm literally going to go literally shit my pants and then eat it. That's going to be better than that. (laughs) Ew. Not sure if that meant the whole thing was a test, but I was so done with that guy. I didn't give it any more thought and just blocked him on everything. I don't even remember his name. He'll always just be some terrible memory from dating before my husband came along. Oh. I'm That is atrocious. (laughs) Literally, I, it scared me at first what what she was stepping on in the yeah. basketball. The well, and then when she said it was basketball, I know it's like wide and crusty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. what's the crunch? <laughs> well, okay, lastly, we'll end with this. Tyson, what gives you the ick? When you're like talking to someone, what is oh, just... gosh. I don't know. I feel like I don't like go on dates enough to know what gives you the ick. What if when you're texting someone? Um, Desperation? No, I like someone who's like forward and like aggressive not like too aggressive but i'm like but if you don't like them you're like absolutely not yeah yeah yeah. i don't know i would think <laughs> like maybe even not even not even someone you're dating or interested in but even someone right. maybe like you see at a club or something that you're just like oh gosh like the possibility of ever being attracted to you is gone forever yeah i, don't, I think just probably like just lack of like conversation like being able to like hold your own like I feel like if I'm just constantly asking questions I'm like this isn't gonna go anywhere this is yeah. like, not gonna work yeah. that's like the only thing I can think of off the top of my head that would like initially just be like eh, yeah. yeah no if you went to a guy's apartment and it was dirty would it give you the ick yeah yeah it, not even like necessarily dirty ew like if it just like wasn't cute <laughs> sorry well and skills. like like sorry but like <laughs> if I went to a guy's house and like he had a dog I think I'm like oh, this isn't gonna work <gasps> Tyson, that's no, actually toxic serious. of you. No, I, here's the thing. I'm admitting it. Like, okay, that's powerful, no, but No, also- but it's not, it's not toxic. It's like if I know the things that are my limits, it's like that's one of them. Like I am not going to sleep over at a guy's house if there is a dog in the bed. Okay. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, but let's also look at this from a different perspective. That means that he is an independent king who can take care of something. Which or is he's like bedridden really- with anxiety and he needs an emotional support. <laughs> One way to look at it. No, I'm just like, I like love people that have dogs, love that for you, whatever, blah, blah. But I'm just like, I'm not signing up for that. And I, but don't, I just but that know wouldn't that. be something a deal breaker. What if you're in love with this guy? Like, what if you go, he has a dog, but he's like, he puts it away. Like, that's it fine. It's fine on, that he it would has on the, the situation, dog. But it would definitely like give me some setbacks. It's fine that he has the dog. It's just the fact that the dog's like in the like, space. The yeah. space. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't care if we have dogs. I'm just like, 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 I have friends that have dogs that like, are in relationships and like they like can never like be intimate or like the dog like mm. freaks out and the dog like sleeps in the bed with them and like there's like hair everywhere in the house and I'm just like uh, no like I hate like 
when I go to a house and there's just like dog hair everywhere. It smells like dog. Like, oh, don't come to my house. There's a dog in the bed. I'm I got just like, a yeah, huge. I, can't do it. Wait, I know. I, I was there when you got that doggy. <laughs> I still cannot believe. I just like didn't know you didn't like dogs. I'm like Tyson, perfect candidate. <laughs> come with me to pick out a Great Dane. Literally twelve Great Danes Literally running around. Dinosaurs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> greet me at the door. <laughs> That's so oh, funny. Oh my gosh, that was funny. No, yeah, I don't know. Like I like dogs, and like I like no, love people that have dogs. No, I love people that have dogs. Whatever. I'm just like that would definitely be like a turnoff for me. That's fine. Also. So because like preference like the like the responsibility of having a dog like I'm gonna be dating someone and they're gonna be like oh like I can't do that I have to like go home to my dog or like oh if we go to like a beach day like I have to, be, I have to go home at six to, like let my dog out blah, blah. I'm just like that would just annoy me so bad <laughs> I just know it's like that is like an instant okay and know your limits ick. <clears throat> we respect your boundaries with dogs. At least I know my boundaries. Yeah, true. You know what you a like. A lot of you girls listening apparently don't. <laughs> yeah. And y'all need to be a lot more vocal, okay? That's the thing we're taking away from this episode. If a guy makes you uncomfortable, go home immediately. Don't feel bad for him. And just like tell him. Be like, what? Like that was so weird. <laughs> like yeah. you don't have to be like rude. Just be like, you're making me really uncomfortable. And like. Constructive criticism. Yeah, like I, I'm actually going to go. Like, can you drive me home? Or like, my friend's going to pick me up. Like, That's the other thing, actually. Like, forget chivalry. Nowadays, drive yourself to your first date so you can drive away. A hundred percent. Also, like, yeah, like, what if he's a creep? Yeah. Yeah, and then you're stuck in his car. Yeah, like like that missionary girl. Like, if he would have picked her up and then, like, they would have gone to yoga, yogurt, she wouldn't have gotten to the yogurt. True. Who knows where she'd be. So true. You should always, like, find a place to meet them. And also always share your location with a friend. Make sure a friend always knows, like, exactly where you are because that's so scary. That is really scary. Well, thank you guys so much for writing in your horrible date stories so we could laugh at your expense. Um, (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hope you're all having a wonderful holiday season. Also, make sure to follow Tyson. He does a lot of TikToks. (laughs) He's super active on social media. So active on TikTok. I'm a TikToker. It's um, at Ty French, right? Is that what you yeah. are on everything? Yeah. Okay. So go follow him, our king. And follow us at What We Said Podcast. We just hit 50K. Pretty Ooh. crazy. Woo. So we're celebrating. We love you guys. And that's, that's what, what we, we said. said. Bye.